This is Charlie Key. You are listening to the Be a Light podcast. Matthew 5.14 says, You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Today my guest is Miss Cherokee Rose, Carly Vogel. Carly is an incredible singer, actress, dancer. She founded Love Your Liver, Love Yourself, and she's just the definition of an overcomer, and I can't wait for you all to meet her. Thank you for joining me today. The question of the Be Light podcast is why, because I believe why dri- our whys drive us to perform at 100% at what we do. So you are a very accomplished woman. You founded your Love Your Liver, Love Yourself. You are attending Montclair State University, pursuing a musical theater degree, and you're involved in the Miss America organization. So I want to know, what is your why for doing all these things? So first of all, my why for the love, my Love Your Liver, Love Yourself um, platform in the Miss America organization is about eight years ago, I was diagnosed with autoimmune hepatitis, which is a rare chronic liver disease. Um, and I've had many different platforms through my um, years in the Miss America organization. It started off as a tune in a balloon, soon evolved to Children's Miracle Network because I am a miracle um, child through them. And then... Yeah. Um, it's now mainly focused on teaching my followers on Instagram and teaching, um, I guess everyone how to love their liver, but also love themselves. So um, my why is just, you know, proving to people that most people really think that when they look at somebody and think that they have a liver disease, they most of the time associate it with, you know, excessive use of alcohol or opioids or something Mm -hmm. like that. But it it can happen to anybody. Like it can happen to me. It can happen to, you know, young kids. And so I like to call it, you know, my invisible disease. When you look at me, you wouldn't be able to tell, (laughs) but (laughs) once you get to know me and I get to talking more, then you soon find out. So my why would a hundred percent be, um, you know, just teaching others how to, um, maintain a healthy liver so that, you know, what happened to me will never happen to anybody. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so how ahead. and how and when did you found Love Your Liver, Love Yourself? So it's it's very new. Um, through through the Miss America organization, my um, my platform for a long time was Children's Miracle Network. Um, through through my years as being a teen and then kind of transitioning over into Miss. Um, so I founded Love Your Liver, Love Yourself. Oh gosh, probably early. 2019, like late 2018. Um, I started my work with the American Liver Foundation and um, solely just wanted to, you know, partner with them and become a patient advocate for their organization. So that's um, definitely like my new, uh, (laughs) my new goal is to, you know, fundraise for them and, and spotlight on them. Yeah, that's awesome. So when were you diagnosed with autoimmune hepatitis and how has that impacted your life? So I was diagnosed with autoimmune hepatitis when I was 12. Um, I'm now 20. I'll be 21 in October. So roughly about eight, nine years I've had this disease. Um, and this has impacted my life tremendously, but in so many positive ways. You know, yeah. you, would think, you would think that uh, it would be a lot of negatives, but it's really been a, like more positives than negatives. Although I was, you know, on the transplant ward, thought I was, you know, on my deathbed, wow. uh, that I was going to have a transplant. I'm so blessed that that wasn't my case. Most people with my disease have to have a transplant. Um, and I walked away with, you know, daily medication and, and the same liver that I've had, yeah. uh, you know, by 20 years of being alive. So, um, you know, I'm very blessed and I feel very blessed to, um, you know, have gone through all these experiences and it's definitely been more positives than negatives. Mm-hmm. And I get to, you know, promote my platform in the Miss America organization, which is a big positive. That's incredible. And I love how you look on it 
positively instead of negatively. Because a lot of people, you know, when we go through struggles like that, we tend to look at the negative side. But I think every trial that we go through in our lives can be turned into something good. And it uh, we can use it to help others like you were doing. So you attended the American Liver Foundation's Leadership Conference in New York City. So what was the most important thing that you learned there? Oh, gosh, it was an amazing, amazing experience. I was um, a full time student in New Jersey. Um, This was right before COVID hit. So we were there. We were there like two or three days before, you know, they shut everything down and craziness started to erupt in the world. But, um, you know, the main thing I learned there was that there's not really enough research done on all of the different uh, liver diseases. And so that um, and all these different, you know, bills that go into this. So what I really learned was that I wanted to step up and, you know, fundraise for American Liver Foundation so that they could take their fundraising dollars and put it towards specific um, diseases that they wanted to, you know, personally uh, fundraise and, you know, help have more research towards them. So that's the main thing I learned. Yeah, that's incredible. And that's awesome that, you know, that was just right before everything shut down, like perfect timing. (laughs) So how long have you been involved in the Miss America organization? This will be my fifth year. I started in 2016, I believe. I was Miss Cobb County's Outstanding Teen. And I started in the Outstanding Teen program and was um, did it for about three years and then transitioned immediately over into the Miss. I, wow. I loved it so much that I didn't want to stop, so I kept going. Yeah. Um, and I've kept going. Obviously, COVID has kind of, you know, put a little break in everybody's uh, plans, but you know, I've, I've kept pursuing this because this is something that I'm, I I believe that I'm very passionate about. And, you know, I think that the Miss America organization, you know, although they have gone through a lot of changes over the past couple of years, I still think it's an incredible organization. You know, it's the largest uh, scholarship provider for women in the country. Um, They're all about empowering women. And I think that it's awesome in today's society. You know, I think that sometimes women can be belittled. And I think that it's amazing that an organization is all about empowering women. Absolutely. And I love how you've been involved with it for so long because that it really does show you how much this organization means to people like us and how much it helps us grow. And I remember even being a Miss Georgia princess and I saw you do your talent and I just thought, wow, that girl can sing. (laughs) So it's crazy the impact that you make and you don't even realize it just by being involved with this organization. Right. Uh, So what's the most important thing this organization has taught you? I believe that the most important thing this organization has taught me is there are many things that this organization has taught me to be honest with you. Uh, The main one being public speaking skills. I mean, sitting here in front of you today, you know, five years ago, my speaking skills were not as polished as they are now. Yeah. Um, But I think the main thing that they have, that the Miss America organization has taught me is motivation is, is staying motivated, especially, you know, being, um, in the middle of a global pandemic, nobody planned for this to happen. Nobody wanted this to happen. I feel like Um, most, I think a lot of people became unmotivated because a lot of people were, you know, in quarantine and their houses, not able to leave. So I think that being involved in this organization um, has really kept me motivated and really like allowed me to make great strides in not only my life, but also my uh, professional career. Now that I'm attending Montclair State, I, uh, they've placed thousands of dollars towards my college education and I will yeah. you know, be forever grateful for that because that's the, the main, one of the main reasons why I'm competing is, you know, for scholarship money. 
Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. And, you know, this organization, it, it it's like it allows me to be a part of something that's bigger than myself, which is just an experience that I will always be grateful for. So what is your biggest tip for competing in the Miss America organization? Oh, gosh, nobody's ever asked me this. <laughs> It's a loaded question. Uh, I I know. And you'd think that I would be asked this before. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I I would say the main the main tip that I or the, the, the best piece of advice I ever received um, becoming involved in this organization and competing, especially at Miss Georgia, especially at a state or national level is, you know, stay in your own lane. You can only yeah. compete with yourself. Mm-hmm. And walking into Miss Georgia, I know we both check in on Friday. I you know, can only compete with Carly. Yeah. I have to walk on that stage and, you know, stay in my own lane. I can't be in my car looking in, you know, Charlie's car and, <laughs> and be in my lane, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I remind myself daily that this is a very subjective thing that I've gotten myself into. It's five people's opinions and, you know, everybody, everybody wants the opportunity to represent Georgia or whatever state yeah. they're um, able to compete in. But, you know, we walk away with so many tools in our toolkit um, after competing in this organization or being involved in this organization. And we also walk away with friendships that last a lifetime. I know that, you know, we'll stay connected forever. And, yeah. you know, multiple friends that I've made through this organization will stay connected forever. So I guess the main advice that I would give to anybody would be, you know, obviously become involved because it's a great organization. Yes. And secondly, you know, stay in your own lane and compete with you. Absolutely. And I think, you know, if we spend so much time looking around and seeing what everybody else is doing, that we're not growing ourselves personally. And so I I think that's very important. And anything that we do in life is just, you know, focus on being the best person that you can be, because that's all that we can do and just be the person that God made you to be. So on your social media platforms, you give daily tips on how to keep a liver, a healthy liver. So what is your number one tip? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, my number one tip is to become an organ donor. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's something that's really important. Um, when I mean, even when you sign up to, um, or even when you go and take your driver's license test, they ask you, you know, do you want to become an organ donor after all the fun, you know, your height, your weight, your eyebrows. Yeah. So, you know, they ask you, do you want to become an organ donor? You know, I think that if a family member is unfortunately in a fatal accident and they pass away, they can still, you know, give life to other people that are in need and donate those, those organs that are still, you know, that are still good and still able to be donated to others. So I think that's my main tip. I think each tip is super important. And I I hope that all my followers are really like listening in and honing. (laughs) But I I would say that that's, that's the main tip that um, I would give to anybody. Yeah. And I'm only 15. So all I have is my learner's permit right now. But even then they ask you if you want to be an organ donor and I am. So (laughs) following the tips. (laughs) So you partner with the American Liver Foundation. So what is this organization and what has it done for you? So I actually found out about the American Liver Foundation through my hepatologist, Miriam Voss at Children's uh, Healthcare of Atlanta. And he directed me to Tom Nealon, who is the president and CEO of the American Liver Foundation. Um, I soon then, you know, we evolved our relationship and I became involved with the American Liver Foundation. I was the uh, 2019 um, Flavors of Atlanta patient honoree um, and advocate. And in that one night, we fundraised $20,000 for the American Liver Foundation. So this organization means so many things to me and I am, I just feel so blessed to be an advocate for them. Um, 
and I, I feel so blessed to be, you know, to, like I said, there are so many positives that have come with um, my disease. And this is really one of the positives. Yeah, that is incredible. So switching gears a little bit, you've been involved in musical theater for a very long time. So what has been your favorite role to play? Elle Woods, 100%. I oh played, my goodness. I played always my senior year of high school, um, which was in 2019. I'll be a, a junior this upcoming uh, fall. But it was an experience I will never forget. I graduated from Pebblebrook High School in their performing arts program and their magnet performing arts program. And, you know, it's really hard to get lead roles there. Yeah. And um, I was so honored to <laughs> receive that role. Yeah. Out of my magnet program, I think like 400 people auditioned. Wow. And it was narrowed down to, you know, um, uh, probably 50 people in the callback room and you know I was the lucky lucky gal to get it um, that is incredible <laughs> so I mean we even had you know bruiser in the <laughs> like the real live little bruiser in the bag I mean it was just the cherry on top of my senior year <laughs> that is incredible that's that's an awesome role to play too that's so that's incredible um so if you could play any role what would it be oh I would love to play Ellen Broadway. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I love, I mean, I love all musical theater. I, I had the mm-hmm. opportunity to um, travel to New York with my high school um, three times. We actually, wow. we actually took trips to New York and took master classes in the city with um, industry professionals. That's and incredible. we got to see six or seven Broadway shows while we were there. So I got to see the Cher show, which is all about um, Cher and her life. Oh my so, word. Um, it was, it's one of my favorite um, musicals that I've ever seen. It's very new. It's not on Broadway anymore, but yeah, I, mean, I don't think I can sing like Cher as much as <laughs> I try in my car. Um, but I would love to play, you know, I'd love to play Cher. I'd, I'd love to be so, so cool. Mamma Mia. I mean, there's so oh, yes. <laughs> it's so hard to decide that question. If when I get asked that question, I just, I go blank. Cause there's so, <laughs> there's so many good characters and they're all so different. I know. So have you been able to attend school in person this year? So I was, uh, my first semester, um, we did a, a hybrid learning. So mm-hmm. first we, or sorry, one week we were in person, the next week we were um, online, but uh, for financial reasons and things like that, I've actually been home this semester online. Okay. Yeah. Um, and also just because it, I'm sure, as you know, you do musical theater. It's so hard to personally for me, one, stay motivated and engaged yeah. over Zoom and take dance class, dance classes, acting classes, <laughs> vocal lessons, and, and my major yeah. is musical theater. So I, and also I spoke with my mom and I was like, you know, I don't think I'll be ready to compete and take on the job if I were to be given the job of Miss Georgia, if I'm up in New Jersey, uh, you know, in my teeny tiny two by four dorm room. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so I actually took the semester from home, which I am very glad that I did. I bought myself a new car. So nice. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. So I I uh, feel fair, very fortunate that I actually got to go back in the fall. Yeah. Uh, but I think that it was the best choice for me to, you know, take it from home. <laughs> yeah. And I love how you made that decision, even though it was kind of hard because, you know, it is a lot better in person. But you know, it just shows how dedicated you are to this organization and to your work with your platform. So who, why did you get involved with musical theater? So I started off 
as a dancer, just like solely a dancer. My mom growing up was a ballerina, did that for her whole life. So I was in ballet since the age of three. Um, I didn't become involved in musical theater until I was 13 or 14, I think. Um, And so I went to church and was involved with the youth group youth group and everything and so they were producing a musical it was you know a little musical that they had written the director Mm -hmm. it was called happily ever after (laughs) and um I wanted to audition so my mom was like okay you know she can't sing she'll just you know be in the ensemble whatever (laughs) I go and audition (laughs) and the you could sing either happy birthday or amazing grace so I I chose amazing grace I already knew it you know Mm -hmm. so I sing um and I get the lead. Wow. And my mom, I come home, show my mom, you know, my script and what role I have. I was probably <laughs> like 10 and she was so confused. She was like astounded that I got the lead. So she called the director and was like, why does Carly have the lead? She can't sing. <laughs> oh my and the director was like, she can. And so my mom was just completely flabbergasted and so she showed up to opening night we only did you know one show it was church and um realized I could sing and then my uncle is actually um an actor in Atlanta and so he had connections with the vocal teacher and so he hooked me up with some voice lessons and um from then on you know I still have a passion for ballet and dance but it, it evolved into musical theater um and now I'm doing it as a, it, as a career. So, <laughs> wow. Well, thank the Lord you auditioned for that show because you ha- you definitely have a God given gift. Thank so, you. who is your role role model? My biggest role model is Kristen Chenoweth. I actually got to meet her. Um, oh my word! Lucky. Yeah. She had a concert. Uh, this was in high. This was when I was in high school. She had a concert um, in Atlanta, and. Um, my I was in a group called Company for like t- my junior and senior year of high school, and so um, believe it or not, Terry Chandler with the Miss Cobb County Board got us tickets, and so we went. And you know, we to make it fair, my high school director um, he you know did a drawing of numbers, and mm-hmm. of course, so we, like only an X amount of people were able to go meet her. And so, of course, you know, I'm hoping it's me, and they didn't mm-hmm. pick me, and I was so Aww. upset that my best friend Hoke gave me his number and he was like you can go meet her and I was like I was like I was like are you sure like you don't have to do this like but he knew (laughs) much like I idolized her so you know I I we see her in concert or whatever and so we go backstage and I'm freaking out with all my friends back there and so we walk up to her and you know she is just like five two like (laughs) it's like like teeny weeny compared to me and you know I'm in my whole like you know, pageant girl. Everybody yeah. made fun of me when I would come to school with spray tans and, you know. <laughs> same, same. I always had, you know, they always were like, oh, here comes Carly with her homecoming attire or whatever. <laughs> so, I walked up to Kristen and she immediately was like, I love your dress. Where did you get it? And I was like, it was actually my mom's. And she was like, oh, she was like, well, I, I love it. And I was like, you can have it. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I was like, you, you can have it. So I have idolized her since ever since I can remember I think that she is you know a stellar performer absolutely she can can do whatever she wants um you know she can sing anything from comedy musical theater to opera to you know uh 
a good old jazz song. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. just overall just a well-rounded performer. And I actually am singing Glitter and Be Gay is my talent because of her. <laughs> oh my word. Well, you are going to do an incredible job. And that's so awesome. You got to meet her. She truly, yeah. I look up to her too. She is just so multi-talented for real. Yeah, she she's incredible. Yeah. So last question, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh, goodness. Um, I, when growing up, I really compared myself to others a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that being in the Miss America organization has really taught me to, like we talked about, like I talked about before, you know, staying in my own lane. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, you know, tell younger Carly to, you know, not focus on everybody else, you know, focus on you and, um, become confident in yourself because I think that a lot of times younger kids and especially in middle school, I would say, and in early high school, like to compare themselves to others and, you know, worry about what Sally's wearing or what Joe did with so-and-so, you know? So I think that it's a valuable tool to learn to hone in on you and not focus on other people. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. You know, it's, it's so easy, especially with social media to just scroll through and just look at what everybody else is doing and compare yourself. But the truth is we were all made uniquely different. And if we were all the same, then we couldn't grow. Thank you so much for joining me today. You, you truly have a heart of gold and you just, I know, I know so many people are going to be blessed by what you had to say. So I will see you very soon and I hope you have a wonderful night. You too, Carly. I'll see you soon. Well, I hope you all enjoyed getting to know Carly and just the light that she is, the positivity she brings to this world. If you want to follow her on her journey, you can follow her on Instagram at Miss Cherokee Rose 2021. Thank you for listening to the Be A Light podcast. Join us every week for a new episode.